Welcome to the Red Bra Project Podcast, where red bra moments live. I'm Renee Bouse, founder and co-creator of the Red Bra Project. Each week, my co-host Shauna and I bring new conversations from amazing women all over the globe, sharing their stories of hope, wisdom, inspiration, and power, right alongside of grit, sweat, resilience, beauty, and tears. These stories help to elevate and inspire your life, creating a positive ripple effect. Get ready to feel the energy, motivation, and self-assurance to rock your everyday. We are so excited to have you join us. Let's do this. Shauna, and I'm so excited to have our guest with us tonight that we're going to introduce to you very soon. But before we get to her, I want to say hello to my gorgeous co-host. I, if you're listening on the podcast, tune into YouTube because she's got oh that my god, <laughs> I'm like sweating. Don't worry, it's sweatpants on the bottom all day. <laughs> That's the best part about this Zoom meeting. <laughs> so good to see you. Well, how are you tonight, Renee? I'm great and I'm so excited for our guest to learn more about her. Um, I feel like it's the perfect time of year too. Spring has sprung. Everybody's kind of, you know, looking for new beginnings and kind of looking for that motivation and even workout tips. So this is going to be awesome. Yes, I can't agree with you more. Our episode tonight, number 78, is featuring the amazing Morgan Ray Gardner. And Morgan, I'm going to turn it over to you to introduce yourself. Joining us from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, we are so honored to have you tonight. And I have peeked at your story, but please begin to share with us. And we are so excited to ask some follow-up questions and get to know you better. Yeah, awesome. I'm really excited to be here. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Morgan Ray Gardner. I am from Atlanta, like they said. I am a fitness instructor, an entrepreneur, and part-time worker all over the place, um, as the pandemic has kind of caused. Um, but I'm very excited to be here. Um, I love everything that you ladies are doing, and I'm excited to share my story and journey with everyone. Mm, thank you so much. We um. We have been kind of crushing on your Instagram feed for a while. <laughs> and so we kind of watch from afar and we take it in and we get to know our guests. And we're like, gosh, we've got to have her on the Red Bra <laughs> So here we are. Um, and so I love how you kind of put in a worker overall because we're all just kind of making it happen right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what else can you do? If anything thing last year taught us is just kind of like all right take it day by day piece by piece because nothing's what you expect anymore absolutely i mean and i feel like your story you're just so inspiring so can you tell our audience a little bit more about what the work is that you specifically do your creative instagram handle what that means and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and and how you got where you are today yeah absolutely so Um, I guess it all kind of started uh, around five, six years ago. Um, I was in a completely different place. Um, I was married. I was overweight. I was generally unhappy dealing with anxiety, depression, um, some hard drug abuse, just all kinds of different things. And one day, literally, I just was introduced to the world of fitness through dance fitness. And my life changed from that point on. Um, I just kind of gained confidence. And it was the first thing that I could do for my body that I didn't feel like was too much. 
I tried cycling. I'm not gonna get on a cycling bike. You know what I mean? Back then, weightlifting, it was too intimidating. It was mostly male dominated. And so when I got into dance fitness, I was like, you know what, I can do this. It's kind of like dancing in the club, you know, 10 years ago, so you don't have alcohol with you. Um, so um, from that point, I kind of um, just started getting into working out. I went to the doctor and found out I was pre-diabetic and I had no insurance at the time. So it was kind of a matter of, uh, do you want to pay a bunch of money for pills or do you want to continue on this journey that you're on? Um, and when I hit a milestone, I just kind of gained enough confidence to say I could lead and I want to be a leader for women the way that it was Jessica Bass James Dance to Fit, the class that I took, that what she had done for me just being in her class. Um, so I got certified and then now I'm here <laughs> with my own business and teaching classes and I love every minute of it. Wow, that is awesome. And it started with the first step. I mean, you were, like you said, you weren't ready to run into the fitness world. You needed something that was going to be fun for you and something you wanted to do. Um, yeah. Okay. So did that's you- That's my know biggest- Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, I, exactly what you said. That's my biggest thing is that you cannot take on too much. And it's kind of, um, especially with fitness, just finding that one thing that you enjoy- that is what matters the most because you won't, you won't keep doing it. You know what I mean? If you don't have fun and you don't like it. So. Do yeah. you feel like that's the type of environment you try and create now is, is that comfortable place where people feel like they can take that first step like you did? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I don't feel like there's, I don't feel like being a carbon copy of anybody is good. I just kind of try to show up as myself which I think makes people more comfortable, which I think is why people enjoy taking my classes or kind of being in that environment. Um, but yeah, definitely that. When you kind of got into dance fitness and you started, did you know Jessica beforehand or is this somebody you were following on social media? Or how oh, I just know? stalked her on Instagram. Like I just stalked her. I, this Instagram wasn't even that big back then. It was like more of like a Facebook thing. Um, but I had just watched her and what's really wild is she has a story that's similar to mine. When I started following her, she was going through a divorce. She has kids. I don't have children, but she was going through a divorce. Her YouTube video um, for Katy Perry's Dark Horse had just kind of gone viral. So she was kind of on the up and up, but it was kind of like, what are you doing with your life? And I just watched her create her own business and like create her own lane. And I was really inspired by it. And it's awesome now, five years later, to kind of be like, okay, I've made it through a divorce and I'm kind of creating my own thing too. It's like magic almost a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, I love all of that so much. I just, I feel like what you share is that, you know, life doesn't have to stop. Um, like, so divorce doesn't mean an ending. It just means the next chapter. And so I think that you just represent that so well. I'm curious though, before that though, what was your career? What, I mean, prior to fitness, what were you doing? So I struggled a lot in my early twenties. Um, I went to high school out here and it was kind of one of those things where I was like, I want to go as far away from my home as possible. Like I kind of just felt like I had checked off all the boxes and I hadn't had a lot of like experiences and I was young. So I went to Boston university and I went and it wasn't for me. Like I didn't know what I was doing there. I don't like the weather, no offense, um, <laughs> Northerners like at all, but I didn't like the weather. I didn't know what I was doing there. I was very lost. And so I kind of got into, um, like drinking and drugs and things like that. I ended up dropping out and I got back into the hospitality industry. So I was waiting tables, literally waiting tables <laughs> before, um, which nothing wrong with that. That has gotten me through the past decade of my life, but it was definitely rough. Um, 
And I think that I was kind of on a path where I was doing the things I thought I was supposed to do, um, which made me more, I don't know, depressed, more anxious in a deeper hole because I was doing what society or my family or, you know, insert person here wanted me to and not really what I wanted to. At that time, did you have any idea that fitness could have been a passion of yours? Absolutely not. So it's so <laughs> funny. Like I used to have like a crazy body. Like we kind of mostly all did when we were young like that, but I never worked out. I never worked out. I ate wings every day, wings and foe every day. I didn't work <laughs> out. <laughs> and then I gained weight over time. And I was like, what do I, what do I do? You know, like I never would have thought that I would have been a fitness instructor. I never would have even thought that I would be the type of person to like be in classes or in the gym at all. So it kind of was like an explosion <laughs> for me. Uh, I think we all, all too well miss that old metabolism versus what suddenly happens as we start That's what eating the, the same metabolism. Foods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So, well, I'm in Boston and I don't think I mentioned that. Spent 10 years working at BU. That's why I made that face. Oh my gosh, like, that's why you're so excited. And I'm like, I hated it. Oh my <laughs> Hey, it's not for everybody, especially when you come from Atlanta. I can understand. Well, so the thing is, I like Boston in the summer. Like, yeah, I'll visit everybody my for time. We'll be in the park. You can walk around everywhere. That winter is not for me. Um, that's when yeah. we do admission tours right in that good chunk of weather time mm -hmm. yeah yeah so you're like yeah I could do this yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah you're out of the bag now if you don't like snow right. hey, we got back. you here just pack a good park <laughs> so along your journey Morgan how I mean I know that you know you were going through a very difficult time and there was divorce and weight gain and dealing with drugs and alcohol and things like that in your own challenges but how, what do you think really kind of made you was it going to the doctor and hearing that you were pre-diabetic that kind of you were like okay I have to do something now because a lot of times it can be okay I'm gonna start something tomorrow and then a week goes by or a month goes by and then a year goes by and then pretty much you're like all right I, I have to do this so what was kind of that final point for you I think it was just the compound of there was just so many things in my life that were so negative, so negative that going to the doctor and hearing that was the, okay, that's it. And this is not going to be some like profound thing. I just was so poor. I knew I couldn't afford the medicine. Like it really came down to like brass tacks for me, um, to like flip the switch. Um, but I feel like sometimes that's what it takes. Like you can feel like you want to change or you want to do different things in your life, but Sometimes it comes to a matter of like, okay, I could potentially be really sick or die and I need to make the right choices for myself. Um, so yeah, that was definitely like the moment I can close my eyes and put myself in that doctor's office and remember hearing that being like, all right, <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm going to do did something. You, did you have a core group of people that were around you to support you? Cause I know you mentioned that, um, you've dealt with depression and anxiety. How did you not fall into that hole? and be able to say, oh, another thing that's bringing me down, but instead be like, all right, this is the choice I'm gonna make. Well, I did, so it's like, I kind of have, have had to take accountability for myself and actions and choices that I made in my early 20s, late teens, early 20s. I didn't have really have a support group because I had burned so many bridges with choices that I made for you know various different reasons. 
Um, and that's another reason that I was like, all right, you're down here by yourself with nothing. Like, so I just kind of committed to every day I was going to wake up and I was going to dance for an hour and that was going to be all I could do and just see where it went from there. Um, that's all I could do, you know? Um, but yeah, as things, as time went on, I, um, like joined groups online and things like that and got community that way. And as time's gone on too, I've repaired relationships with family members and friends and things like that, but it was a very isolating time for a while. And I think that's why I kind of stress that and I'm open about it because I know that there are people, people out there, especially women that feel that way today. They feel that way every day. Like who's going to help me? Who's going to like reach out their hand to me? what kind of experience can I have that will help me, you know, transform or turn my life around? So yeah, I'm like very open about the fact that I was alone, <laughs> you know? You were yeah. alone, but you, um, you started with a commitment that you knew that you could make. And I love that part of your story because you said, I'm gonna dance for one hour a day and that's what I can commit to. And then it kind of all started to fall into place or doors opened for you from that point forward. and. I mean, tell us about how kind of you felt when you were regaining kind of your self-confidence and um, just outlook and perspective on things in life. How did that feel? And, you know, was it immediate? Um, it definitely wasn't. Like, I feel like there's blurs. Like, I kind of browned out a little bit where I don't remember. But there's instances that I do where I kind of try to make things not so much about me. Once I figured out how to do that, things came easier. Like I, the first place I taught fitness was at Georgia State University out here. And I kind of just wanted to do that because I was like, I dropped out of college and I want to offer something that will help these girls that maybe are struggling with the things that I struggled with that was, a you know, led me to drop out. Um, so once I got into that environment, like I didn't have a choice. Like these girls would show up to class with such high energy, they'd been working all day and all they wanted to do was just blow off steam and laugh and have a good time. So it's like, I have to show up for them, which made me show up for me because I knew every week I was having to, you know, almost like foster an environment and like take care of these girls in a way. Um, and that's like something that I cherish a lot. And I just kind of tried to take that mentality to be like, okay, I have to show up for whoever's watching me or paying attention. I don't know why they are, but I need to show up for these people because we're not in our lives for an accident at all, like big or small. There's people that have crossed my paths for days and it's changed my life. And there's people that have been in my life for years now, um, but none of it's an accident, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this year has taught us that too. We've been able to really see who's there at the table or at the Zoom meeting that you're having yeah. after hours. <laughs> Who, who has shown up in, in these, you know, times where we are all isolated. Um, but just listening to you, I just want to say, like, I feel like, you know, asking if you have that core group of people, but you saying you want people to know you can do it alone. I just, I think you're the living example of what self-care and self-worth is, uh, because I just think there's all those quotes about when, when you're left standing there and you're the only one there looking in the mirror, I, I feel like that's, you're the epitome of that right now. Like you, oh my God. Like, I'm alone and I'm going to do this. Thank you for saying that. I mean, sometimes you have no choice and it's like, I'm learning too at this point in my journey. It's like, I'm doing things that I never thought that I would do or that I wrote down that I was like, literally I wrote down. I'm not kidding, a month ago, be a guest on a podcast on my manifestation sheet. I wish I had it right now. But it's like, I'm writing these things down, but I'm like, 
okay, but how come sometimes I wake up and sometimes I'm not happy? Or how come I wake up and I still look in the mirror and I'm like, ugh, sometimes. It never goes away. That feeling never goes away. You just kind of gain the tools in your brain and in your life to manage that. Um, so yeah, that's just the truth. I can guarantee there's like women that we know or we follow that are like the picture perfect epitome of whatever. And every day they, they could struggle with, you know, any assortment of things. Um, so yeah, I think that's also something that I've been learning a lot. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, everybody's human, no matter how incredible and, you know, not, not even the word perfect, but how strong you look on the outside. There's still, there's still things every single day, like you said, that, you know, and you, you do, you wonder sometimes how come I can't wake up happy every day? <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> um, my gosh. And you've, you've lost 60 pounds on your journey, which is, uh, I mean, hell of a lot of, you know, <laughs> physical, weight but it's also the mental weight that you shed along the way and the emotions and all of the like I mentioned the positive things that you've gained um for your health you know yours was a health focused journey to start when you put it into those terms yes the cost of the medicine is insane but then also you know if you didn't do anything you were just going to continue to push yourself closer to your deadline so to speak um which is a huge wake-up call yeah, it's big. And it's like, I think for me and my business and my brand, I try not to stress. I There's a way to track and watch what you're eating and all of that stuff. But for me, it's so important. Like you said, the mental piece, like I had no idea when I started my fitness journey that I was going to have like the balls to do things that I did. You know what I mean? Like going through a divorce before, th going through a divorce is hard in general, but going through a divorce when everybody showed up at your wedding and then two years later, it just crashes all down on you and you have like dark things and dark secrets that people don't know. It's a very difficult thing to go through. And I think that my fitness journey prepared me for that because it made me mentally stronger as well as physically stronger. There's no separation of the two to me, you know? Yeah. Talk to us about what's next. So peace, peace, love and squats, correct? Um, yeah, yeah. That's your company. Um, so, so what, what is the goal? What's the next step? Um, you know, what's the vision as you're manifesting everything? Yeah, no, I just, um, so I've always had like a weird, like hippy dippy side to me. Um, I'm very into like vintage things and old parts of culture from the seventies and the eighties. And like, whatever the 90s is now like a part of history um just those kinds of things and those styles and that type of music I just love bringing like an eclectic flair to fitness because I feel like it draws people that usually wouldn't be comfortable in a fitness environment in like I did not like walking into an LA fitness or a big box gym when I first started because there weren't a lot of people that looked like me or there weren't a lot of people that like to socialize the way that I do. And so I kind of want to bring that environment forward. Um, with COVID, it's different because now things are mostly online. So I've kind of branched off into doing other things um, like teaching virtually. And I started doing like thrifted and dyed clothing um, that you can wear while you work out or while you're just out with your friends or whatever. That's been really fun. Um, but I just have a lot of dreams and my hope is just to get 
um, my passion for fitness out to as many people as possible that are willing to accept me um, and let me guide them, you know, to move their bodies. I think you're coming from such a cool perspective too, because you didn't, it's not like you ran into fitness. You had to find out how you could learn to love fitness and make it work for you. So what types of people join your, your workout sessions and your programs? And I know you do one-on-one -on -one training and stuff too. So who are the people that kind of gravitate towards you? I know you said eclectic and kind of um, bohemian a little bit and just kind of like a fun edgy vibe, but who can come? anybody literally anybody can come and what's so funny is I think when you start a business you kind of have a vision and like they even push that like I read a business book that called boss up and she has an exercise in the book where you literally like envision your ideal customer like three ideal customers but then I have people that show up that never in my wildest dreams would I think would even take my class and they love it like I've had 55 year old straight white men come into my class and then come for weeks and weeks and weeks afterwards because they like the music you know what I mean like so I just want to bring whoever needs to catch that vibe into my class and um but specifically I really it's really important to me to reach out to the college aged women for the reasons that I said um and then also the sounds insane but young you know divorcees or women that have been through trauma um, I feel like I relate the most because of the things that I've been through. It's kind of like, I don't know, what's it like falling on your, I have to follow my sword a little bit. I don't know if that's the right metaphor, but um, just like own up and say, these things happen in my life. And like, I don't have shame around them because I can talk about them now and help other people um, who maybe are going through the same things. I love that. <laughs> Do you feel like when you're in class, you can spot the people that you're like, all right, that that's somebody right there that I want to make sure that I, I help tonight. Like you can just kind of, they, maybe they hide in the back corner or they, they have some kind of mannerism about it. Yeah. I mean, so I can pick up, I feel like not all the time, but sometimes I can pick up, you know, energies from people that I remember when I when the class, I told you about Jessica's class. When I came in, I was so insecure. I had a full face of makeup on. I used to straighten, like have straight hair. I had fully done my hair, full face of makeup on. And Jessica said, we're not here to be cute. And I knew she was talking about me. Like, I don't know why I knew she was talking about me, but I knew she was talking about me. And I was heavy, but I felt like I had to have all this stuff. And so I always remembered that. And I tried to feed the, feel the energy of the room kind of to like pull that out. Not to point out somebody directly, to, but to be like, this is what we're doing or this is what we're feeling or you don't have to be ashamed or that kind of thing. That's kind of where that comes from for me when I'm teaching that I like pull that from. It's important. Sometimes you need that, just that little nudge, you know, to get you into the right place. Yeah, and to make you technically feel- technically you're still wearing the mask there. Yeah, yeah. Not the new mask, the like metaphoric mask. No, no, not that you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely. Being able, I'm sure for your students to feel that kind of bond without really saying anything and just to know that you can relate to that. I mean, fitness is not a one size fits all by any means. And a lot of times it becomes an outlet when you are going through something that's heavy and traumatizing, um, you know, divorce, loss of a relationship, loss of a loved one. Um, loss of a career and it's just kind of what people can pour themselves into if, if they get back from it and it sounds like you 
you teach, but you also give back so much to your students. That's my goal. That is my goal because if that's really the only thing that, it, that is the thing that keeps me going. It is the only thing that keeps me going. Before I found this, I really had nothing, which is why I was willing, I think, to throw away my life and throw away my relationships is because I felt like I didn't have anything. This is something that like I'm willing to wake up every single day for, and I never had that. For a while, I felt guilty about it because it's not, I didn't go to college. And I didn't, you know, I didn't have a typical career route and I didn't, my marriage didn't work out. And so it's kind of like, that's not normal that you don't put your energy into those things and you live your life that way. But I've just accepted that my life isn't going to be that way, or that wasn't the trajectory for my life. And this is what I wake up for every day, you know? So it's really important to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's the perfect highlight of so this didn't work out in college and then my marriage didn't, but I didn't let that stop me. And I think that there's so many people right now that need to hear that because I mean, and we've been saying this for a year now, just we've had all of these things happen in our life and so many people are in new positions now because of the pandemic or doing things that they didn't plan. And you just, you know, I hope when they listen to this, they hear that there's still so much that they can do that that doesn't have, this isn't a stopping block for them. And I no, not at it all. Never was for you. No, and it's like I, I even like hate. I, I shouldn't say I hate saying it, but it's like I'm like, oh, I have this business, and that's what like it's. It's so easy to say now because things are rolling. But it's like if the thing you wake up for every day is a cup of coffee, okay, you know what I mean. If the thing you wake up for every day is to watch whatever came on Bravo the night before, like that's okay. Like as long as you're showing up in some way, like that will roll into a different part of your life because you're you're showing up like and ultimately that's all that matters because you can live years of your life not showing up um even for the little things you know mm, yeah so true and i just i mean peace love and squats how'd you come up with that name <laughs> so my mentor bernadette um she came up with that name well she and i kind of came up with it like collectively and then she came up with my logo. But it's just something that I used to just say, like when I first started doing social media, and that's another thing she taught me. She's like, everything you do the first time is gonna be bad. Like, I would never be like, peace, love, and squats, like, you know, Morgan, like, hashtag whatever. Like, the way I was doing it was so corny, but it was like my little sign off, my little sign off. And I was like, why don't I just name my business that? Like, the squats, we don't only do squats. A lot of what I teach is, trying to incorporate strength moves into movement-based, like a movement-based class. But I didn't have a butt and I got a butt from squatting. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, like, let's like show that it's chill and it's a vibe, but like also uh, we're doing some strength stuff in here and we're gonna get some muscle going, yeah. you know? That yeah. Is <laughs> awesome, yeah, don't run. It's not just squats. <laughs> Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. It's the peace and we got peace and love too. <laughs> yeah. What would you say? Um, I just, I want to, oh, go ahead. I was just curious, what, I was going to take us on another turn. <laughs> okay. With that thought in mind, what would you say to somebody who has been thinking about wanting to work out? They don't know where to start. They hate running. They're not going to go to the gym. Like, what would you say that would make your programs and your style inviting and comfortable? So it's really a class for all levels. Like, I think that that's important. Like I, my, 
the way that I teach is meant for somebody that has been working out for years and also somebody that's just walking through the door. So everything that I do can be modified to be easier or it can be modified to be harder. Um, you can come in on a bad day and just kind of, you know, <laughs> or you can come in on a good day when you want to go really hard and like go at it. Um, I just try to keep that in mind because I remember how I felt in the past walking into a class and being like, this is way too hard. And I don't even feel like I can walk out in the middle of the class because everyone's going to be staring at me. You know what I mean? Um, so I try to come at it from that angle. I'm also like big on music. Like that's always been a huge part of my life good or bad that was always a sign for me that I was going through some sort of depression episode if I hadn't listened to music I checked myself and be like I haven't listened to music in a month you know um so the music in my class everything I do whether it's a bicep curl or dance move or like a yoga stretch is like with the rhythm of the music um so people that are like drawn to music are usually really enjoy my class um you know if it's their thing well, it's so funny that you mentioned that because my question where I was going to turn us was tell us a little bit more about this love for boy bands and how <laughs> often do they come up in your um, your playlist or your... Oh my your, God, why? I feel like my face just lit up. That's so <laughs> It's so... you shared weird. a little bit behind the scenes with us. Our viewers don't know, but um, <laughs> about an obsession with a boy band, maybe? Yeah, it's, it's honestly ridiculous like it's gone too far I'm 30 years old but when I was younger my mom like she just didn't want me and this was like a whole full circle thing because for whatever reasons and my mom was a younger mom but like she didn't so much want me listen like listen to like Britney Spears and stuff because of like the way she dressed the way she danced and so it was like you listen to like Backstreet Boys though so it was over from that point on like I had a cassette a Backstreet Boys cassette and it was done and it's just something I've kind of followed but I love it because it numbs me out like every all that music from the boy band era was so happy and they just talk about how in love they are with everybody or they're partying and so I just put that on when I need to be like numbed out it's like my feel-good thing yes <laughs> yes do I still go to these concerts as a full adult absolutely <laughs> oh that's so good I think so that's good. fantastic <laughs> And now for the record, for the record, it's like, I got my Britney fix though. You know what I mean? Like when you rebel, I'm like, I was like, oh no, you don't want me to listen to Britney Spears because she was showing her belly button. Oh, I got all into that later on. <laughs> so this exactly worked. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so note to parents, you can't stop things from happening. Just let them listen to what they want to listen to. Right. And a powerful woman is a powerful woman. And Britney Spears is a powerful woman. She was going to find her way into influence my life somehow. <laughs> you know? That's right. Maybe it wasn't at that moment, but who cares if it was a few years later? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what is your favorite mocktail? So for our listeners, you guys have got to go over to Morgan's Instagram feed or her website, but she has these awesome mocktail ideas too. So do you have a favorite? Cause you used to bartend. So you know a little bit about making a good drink. Yeah. So it's all like in the balance, but what I'm really on is actually Trap Yoga Bay. She's a yoga teacher. She has this pussy juice. I don't know. Can I say, I cannot say that. <laughs> 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 like, 
All right, this is a women's podcast. Um, and I have just been on it. I just tweaked her version a little bit, but it's a half a cup of, this is all unsweetened, natural, unsweetened, natural cranberry juice, lime juice, and then two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And then you top it with soda water. And I, if I'm feeling fancy, will like throw in like a cucumber or a berry or whatever, just to make it, you know, sometimes you need that like, fancy cocktail moment yeah you mix that all together it's so refreshing and it like you can feel it like detoxing almost but it's really good for your vagina and like this is a lot of information but I've struggled with yeast infections and bv and this has helped me a lot so if I pinpoint a favorite that's like good and beneficial like that's definitely my go-to right now I love that we're going to have to put that recipe up. <laughs> you have to. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's good. And the wa- soda water, top it off with any kind of soda water. It's awesome. Mm, yum. Oh, I'm excited to try it. And with a berry. Yes. I'm going to add my berry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Morgan, I mean, you mentioned it earlier a little bit and it's so easy now to talk about, oh, and I have this business and this is where I am. But you know, you also reflected back on it. It's not easy. It was never just I just didn't roll over and all of a sudden I had this amazing business. Um, how do you, because we all deal with it, I'm sure, but how do you kind of push through or how do you cope with fear? Um, I think that fear is huge. Um, for me, that's been the most debilitating thing in my life. When I think about times in my life where it's like, I didn't take the steps or do the things I needed to do. It was because I was afraid. So now I just constantly remind myself and I would tell anybody else that like, nothing that you want is going to happen if you don't get on the other side of fear or being afraid. Um, and honestly, for me, I feel like fear is at the root of feeling like you don't deserve things. So it's like, you want to start your own business or you want that like promotion at your job or whatever that you, whatever it is that you want, even in relationships, friendships or dating, like if you're not willing to just be like, okay, I deserve this and I'm just going to get over it. Like, you kind of can't get there because you you're not open to accepting whatever the good thing or the positive step is in your life because you're so focused on being afraid and it's not easy but it's as simple as just being like you know what screw it i'm alive today i deserve this i'm gonna work towards it you know so that's like the only advice i have it's not like super profound but i think i spent a lot of time of my life like looking for answers when things really were as simple as being like I'm just going to do this and I don't care what anyone has to say about it, including my inner saboteur, like, you know, (laughs) and we all have that. Yeah, definitely. (sighs) Well, Morgan, one question that we ask all of our guests is, um, what your red bra moment is and the red bra, you know, it symbolizes your confidence. So whether that bra is on the outside of your clothes or inside where nobody can see it, it's that moment where big or small, something has happened in your life that you feel like, yes, I did this. I put my red bra on today and I went out and I achieved whatever. So knowing all of that, is there a moment that stands out to you in your life? I mean, you've talked about so many great things today. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that. No, definitely. There definitely is. Um, in the summer of 2019, um, I went through some really difficult things, um, with my divorce and that whole process. And I kind of just needed 
to get away. So on a whim, I had no money. Um, I don't know if you, well, you guys, Tansy's been on your show before. Tansy Spencer, she owns her own dance fitness yeah. um, company. And she's amazing. She's a friend and mentor to me. Um, she was having her first conference and she was certifying the first instructors um, for her program. I took the last like dollar that I had. It was $99. I think I had $130 in my bank account. Um, and I went to Florida with my friend Michaela and we just went broke. <laughs> um, and that moment, like me having the guts enough to just say, I'm going to go with no money and go to a different state and put all I've got into doing something that might change my life. Definitely was it for me. And just arriving and the love and community that I got from the women there and all of the like good energy that I got out. I learned so much about myself. I came back from that trip, like never the same. Um, and it's definitely a red bra moment that I wear on the outside and the inside. I'm so proud to be one of her instructors, but also, you know, kind of have my own thing going um, because of how confident and just amazing that weekend made me feel. I'm like, if I can do this, I can do anything, you know, like, and we made it back on an almost empty tank of gas. So <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. But yeah, that was definitely a moment for me where I was like, with everything going on in my life, I'm going to make a decision to make a bold move for myself. And not once did I ever regret it. And I just continue to kind of make these weird, bold moves that like a lot of people sometimes don't understand. And then they look back and they're like, whoa, you did that. You know what I mean? Wow. Well, we're glad you didn't have to hitchhike or get towed home. <laughs> right. Because that would have been horrible. That would have been horrible. Change the story a, a little, but still good. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a moment where, and Michaela, who came with me, a friend who came with me, might kill me for saying this, but there was literally a moment where we were like, I was like, I'm overdrafting my card right now, but like, this was so worth it. But sometimes you have to do that when, you know, you're at that bottom point. And I just gained so much in like, the confidence that I had coming back, like I've never lost it. And I kind of just try to take that um, everywhere that I go. So like making so bold moves. So fun. <laughs> I mean, that red brown moment, yeah, that's an awesome story. And we love Tansy. You're right. She was one of our guests and her vibe and her energy and just her story too. I mean, it is like it hanging out with all of you guys makes you really feel like you can do anything. <laughs> yes. And these women, I mean, I think that's like, sorry, it's for like an added note, I guess. But um, that is another thing that I did when I was at a low point was social media can be used for good. And that's how I found Tansy. Um, but I would go on Instagram and I would just like and comment positive things on these women that I thought were doing great things. It's like any way that you can dredge up, you know, positivity and community, you have no idea where that will lead you, you know? Um, that's just like a very small thing, but that's how I found a woman who started something that changed my life and probably more relationships and connections that I'll make in the future. So, mm. wow. including awesome. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, we're so grateful to have been connected to you now. Thank you manifested you. this. Yes. I know that's so cool. <laughs> um, so tell us, tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can connect with you and kind of what you can show them. 
Yeah, cool. So I'm on Instagram at peace, love, squats, underscore. My website is peaceloveandsquats.com. I'm on every single social media that you could find. So you can find me anywhere. Um, I host classes on Moxie. And so you can find me on their website or you can find them through the link on my Instagram. I have a lot of really cool things coming up. I have another product launch that's coming up. Um, in addition to like my weekly online classes and other things that will be coming up with live events now that the world is starting to open up, we're doing um, more live events. And so you can follow me and see what I'm going, but I'm just really grateful, like as a woman and a person of color and somebody that's eccentric and kind of been through some dark things that I'm here to offer something to the world um, that's positive and hopefully changes people's lives, you know? You are, yeah, you are doing it every thank you. day. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, thank you so much for being our guest. We close every one of our episodes with a quote and the quote that we picked for you is stepping onto a brand new path is difficult, but not more difficult than remaining in a situation which is not nurturing to the whole woman. Maya Angelou. Oh my gosh, that speaks to me so much. And that's true. It's, and if I could say anything else, it's like, if you feel like you're stuck in a situation, like it is your life, you can absolutely get out of it. Absolutely. I love that quote so much. Well, we love, we love you. We're yeah. going to crush on you for quite some time now. <laughs> yes. We've loved, gosh, learning so much more about you and your hope and your light that you're sharing with everybody. And so to all of our listeners, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to Morgan's story. If you think of somebody who can use Morgan's story in their life, please share this episode with them. Um, come on over and follow us at the Red Bra Project. We love hearing from our guests and from all of our listeners. So to share with us what you like, um, you can get it in podcast form all of the podcast places where you get your podcast. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, and um, of course you can watch us. So go give Morgan a follow, check out her energy and her fitness vibe and just her positivity. She's amazing. And thank you all for being here. Bye everybody. so much for spending some time with us on the red bra project we are so excited you stopped by if the story resonated with you if you could take one second and share it with somebody who needs it in their life we would be so grateful stories hold so much power we'd love to hear from you so tell us what you think tell us what you want to hear more of come on over and say hi to us at the red bra project on instagram you can check the full written blog posts on our website theredbraproject.com and every single one of our podcasts has a video to go with it over on our youtube channel the red bra project so thank you again for joining us and we will see you soon